Welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. I'm Alan Weiss, and today's episode is on invective. Invective! You know, Facebook shows us what people had kept somewhat more hidden prior to Facebook. P.F. Have you ever seen so much hatred, so much obscenity, so much anger, and such stupefying biases and conspiracy theories? Filth and profanity. Things that people would not say at a party with strangers, they can say to strangers on Facebook. There's an irrational hatred generated by people against other people who merely disagree with their views. The best example lately when I'm recording this is by Saints fans. Sorry, New Orleans, but the Saints lost, and one of the reasons they lost, not the sole reason they lost to the Rams, was a horrible non-call of pass interference. There was clearly pass interference in the secondary, and if it had been called correctly toward the end of the game, the Saints could have run out the clock, kicked the field goal, whatever it was. Of course, subsequent to that, Drew Brees threw an interception, which also rather ruined their chances, and earlier in the game, the Saints had opportunities which they didn't take advantage of. And so the Rams deserved to win the game. It was an egregiously bad call, but it's sports, and it's a game, and there have been bad calls before. But Saints fans want to sue the government. They want the Supreme Court to step in. Now, a lot of them are rational. A lot of them accept the fact that they feel they were screwed, but such is life, and they get on with their life. But some are not giving up. They've lost their lives. They've lost their rationality. They've lost their reason. It's only a game. The players have paid millions, irrespective of whether they win or lose. It's not like the Saints players are homeless and they've lost their food stamps. There's a woman in her 40s who took umbrage, let us say politely, with my suggesting that perhaps we all ought to get a life and stop worrying so much and whining and complaining so much. The earth continues to revolve and there'll be another day. It wasn't that long ago that the Saints coach was suspended for encouraging dirty play, for encouraging people to hurt opposing players on his team. That was one of his philosophies at the time. They suspended him. Now, this woman who was so riled up, she attacked my business. She attacked my honesty. She attacked my intelligence. You know, she'd have trouble carrying my IQ in a bucket with the help of four strong men. But she attacked everything she could, never having met me, not knowing me, never heard from me before. I've never heard from her. But just because I disagreed with the terrible way she was handling the Saints' defeat, she went crazy, ballistic, and attacked everything about me she possibly could. Why? Because she hates herself. This kind of virulent anger is really self-anger, and it's directed outward to protect one's psyche. You can't stay so furiously mad with yourself or you'd kill yourself. You'd engage in self-destructive behavior. You would take drugs. No, no, instead, this kind of virulent anger, this hatred, this animosity, is directed outward to preserve the individual. But how can you hate so much? How can you hate yourself so much? 
What have you done? What has your life been like to generate that kind of self-loathing? People reveal on Facebook the undersides of society. There are bizarre conspiracy theories. Foreign governments are running the United States and always have. There's rampant paranoia. People are watching you through the camera on your computer. There's obscenity substituting for reason. There are illogical connections among politics and sports and business. There's huge self-hatred and there's huge low self-esteem. That's what we see on Facebook. And people engage in it voluntarily every day. You want to talk about an addiction? There it is. You ever want to know how healthy you are? Just read Facebook. Part of this is caused by lamentably poor education. People who can't use language well and nuance well and simply resort to profanity. People who don't understand relationships between and among countries. People who don't understand history. Part is caused by never developing more sophisticated friends. And the whole aspect of friends on Facebook is that they're at your level and you're at theirs. And a lot of people go through life never developing friends who can stretch them, take them away from the biases, help calm their anger, show them better ways, introduce more sophistication. Part of this is due, as I said, to very low self-esteem that's never been treated therapeutically by a coach, medicinally. And part is mental and emotional sickness. And if you don't think there's mental and emotional sickness on Facebook, then stop listening and go there right now and read some of these things. If you spend any amount of waking time disconsolate over a football game loss, hating people who tell you to get a life and angry all the time, you have a therapeutic problem. And if you drive a car under those conditions, you're just an idiot with a deadly weapon. You don't like that? Well, sorry, because that is the uncomfortable truth. (laughs) 